0: Brooklyn radio, all right. This is how we doing it, New York style. Are we recording?
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. This is Small Tales. <laughs> is it really called Small Tales? No, no. It's called Small
0: Talk. Small Talk. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, it could also be short stories.
0: A L- little bit louder, please. Just a little <laughs> hotter on the mic. Re- you want to really get on that.
1: <laughs> We're with them jeans, veteran, uh, well, I, c- king of podcasts, right? I mean,
0: you tell me, bud.
1: I listen every week. I am the king. Yeah. Uh, oh, podcast. I am the king. Yeah. From Los Angeles. California mm-hmm. uh, and he's also a DJ uh, he eats food and takes pictures of it <laughs> uh, a renaissance man
0: I eat food literally every day
1: yeah um, so Jason your podcast uh, is called tall tales and I wanted to have you as my first guest because you more or less inspired me wanting to do a show mm. uh, so uh, yeah I see you blushing <laughs> over there it's okay for our listeners at
0: home very rosy <laughs> that's awesome
1: um, so now the hunter becomes the hunted <laughs> uh, what's it like to be on the other side
0: and you know I've always dreamed about this day yeah <laughs> to see what it actually I, I have thought about it like it because I do it every day on the other side yeah so it gets a little like it's fun but it's also a lot more work because you you're kind of steering the ship yeah. and trying to have it be entertaining. So the whole time in the back of your head, you're like, is this conversation shitty? Do I need to make it better? Do I need to like talk about something else? Whatever. And it seems more relaxing on this end where you can just answer questions. You can just tank it. It's like, yeah,
1: I can just really, nothing to say, but I could really on you.
0: turn this podcast into a shitter if I want. <laughs> and I don't give a fuck, bro. Uh,
1: I've got a funny story about this exact subject, which is that I worked for a website called aka.com in the early 2000s, uh, which was sort of like a platform.net, but with like record label money behind it. And, what does
0: platform.net mean?
1: Uh, it, it was a uh, like downtown hip hop kind of like complexes now or whatever, you Gotcha, know, uh, gotcha. website where a, a bunch of young hip hop journalists worked. Um, so... Uh, when I was working for AK.com and I was an editor, I interviewed all these people, 50 Cent and Master P and all these other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, on my own, I was just interested in going to interview MC Search from Third Base because he was working... From VH1. S- oh, he was working Slip and Slide records. Oh, uh, really? Then. He was an independent promoter, but this is before he was doing radio. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, he broke Trick Daddy as a um, uh, as a publicist, and promoter. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, but I took...
0: It's good to have on the resume.
1: I took one mic um, and a, a little portable recorder, and uh, and for some reason, Paul Barman came with me. Uh, so we, we go to... I thought it would be interesting, because like, here's another white rapper. Well, there weren't so many white rappers in 2000. Sure. Uh, took one mic, and I, I would ask him a question, and then point the mic like right <laughs> in his face. And uh, he was... I was maybe 20 and he was, you know, much older than me and, uh, well, 24, I can do the math uh, and he just completely turned it around on me and just started fucking with me like almost immediately. Like, <laughs> here's this young kid, I'm going to mess with him. So, he was. so what do you think about that? And then like, put the mic in front of my
0: face to the <laughs>
1: same just so just to fuck with me to, and like to completely derailed the interview
0: he, he flipped the script on you
1: he he absolutely did so uh, yeah fuck you MC search
0: <laughs> <laughs> how long have you guys been feuding for oh
1: god I mean back since the 90s really yeah what year? 2000 is that considered in the 90s
0: yeah you 2000 like is last, in the 90s last yeah.
1: year of the 90s and are you and barman cool Uh, ba- barman has stopped rapping um, and he has a daughter around
0: could be for the better.
1: My daughter's age, he, I, th- that's one that I was, uh, I thought was awesome back then. That uh, is one of the few things that I'm embarrassed about my taste or my. Turns out, Barman that. didn't uh,
0: age too well, huh? Boy, <laughs> <laughs> I never listened to him that much, but like I, every time I would listen to him, I'd be like, "Wow, this is a whole thing, isn't it?" And then, not sure if I was into it. Or if I was like pretending like I was into it because it was smart and nerdy, you know, and there, it wasn't cool to like Paul Barman, but it was like, right. so it was something to be aware of his existence.
1: I mean, it was, it was fun. It's also like Prince Paul produced it. And mm-hmm. back then, I mean, Should've you know, about th- that. this is not that far out from no, Paul no. producing De La Soul and like actually yeah. really good rappers. Uh, that was a
0: stamp of a, a a credible stamp to have on your on your name. Let's not talk about Paul Barman anymore, huh guys? <laughs> okay
1: <laughs> we don't have to. Let's talk about uh Electro two thousand
0: eight Electro
1: no, I wanted to ask you um the the last time I saw you d j you opened for uh jamie xx um like two years ago uh and it was right when Dimo studios became denmark Studios, right? Okay. Is that what that is that what that's called denmark Studios? Yeah. And that used to be CineSpace mm-hmm. which you booked and threw a party there forever and that's like the first place I ever DJ'd I think in LA was for you there. How, how, thank you for that. 8 years ago or whatever. The um, Hunter
0: becoming the Hunted. But I
1: don't what happened? Like why why did it switch from CineSpace to Dimuck and but, <clears throat>
0: Um, well, w- what happened was Aoki, I think, bought, like, became an investor in the club and then changed the name.
1: So they weren't in trouble or anything? He just...
0: No, he they just weren't in that. trouble. He just wanted to have uh, a piece of it, you know, because Aoki's balling, so he's he's investing money into yeah. various endeavors. And that was one of them.
1: There's. It's interesting that he invested money in it because from seeing how this kind of stuff works, a lot of times, like...
0: The club, you mean?
1: Yeah. They'll, they'll, they'll say, yeah, this is Jay-Z's club. And like the, the Barclays Center, where the Nets right. play is a, is a really good example because he owns point point one five percent He owns 15% of 1% of, <laughs> of, of that place. And they, you know, it's all PR. And that's, right, right. that's how these things usually and work. And it's like, like,
0: welcome to Hova's house, dog. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, welcome to Club Lotus. And and you're like, yeah, Jay-Z owns this, but the hipster kid who comes there is like, yeah, no, Andrew WK owns this. And then somebody <laughs> else comes in and, you know, thinks that the Olsen twins own it or whatever. <laughs> it's, just like, it's like bottle service yeah, yeah, promoters yeah. almost, how many owners there <clears> are <throat> in That's places. been
0: going on forever in Hollywood especially, like, because they would have people like Wilmer Valderrama or like Danny Masterson or something like that. Like people who have money and like going to the club yeah. Will for some reason invest like, hey, I I dumped seventeen thousand dollars into this club, mm-hmm. and then they'll say like, part owner Wilmer Valderrama has been spotted here, you know. Yeah, I, I love that. Uh, and you don't. I don't even think you get paid off of that. Like on a on that investment, like you might make your money back. Like all you all you do is you're just like buying. It's like reserving a table. Yeah, you're just buying like, like front front of the line pass, and then like. You can probably get like a buy buy one bottle, get one for free kind of deal or something.
1: Yeah. There was a great Parks and Recreation. uh, Do you watch that show? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he he invested in the club and then had to get all these sub-investors and all that thing. Like, that's actually a real thing. Like, I I wonder if people who, you know, live in middle America realize that they're making fun of something that actually happens in New York and LA and probably a lot of other places.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. like most people are like, this surely this is not real, like people don't actually do this that Ponzi scheme <laughs> it happens every day,
1: yeah, yeah, so uh tell us about your new club <laughs> <laughs> <Mach> studios <clears throat> no, so you you your party is still there and and uh you're i'm you're not still there I'm a lot not a part of it anymore, you're not
0: no do you dj there still um, every once in a while, but like a couple of years ago, I stopped being like the party still happens mmm. But I stopped being a part of it because even even though I started it, um, you know, back in the day before Aoki and everyone. Yeah. Uh I was it was like a full time job doing it and it turned into a whole big thing. Yeah. It was a
1: weekly, which is a nightmare.
0: Yeah, weekly for eight years or something like that. Do the math, Ayres, you can do that, right? Nine
1: you did it nine or six times. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> 96 so if there's no, 52 weeks it. in a year times 8
1: let's get Foxy Brown on the phone split it by another key
0: <laughs> we could round down to that's 50 that's mad keys that's mad keys son mad so, coke and so leak. I've done I've done hundreds of parties
1: thousands I think that's thousands that's it's 52 times 8 no 400 that's, that's okay not,
0: that's not thousands that's, triple, a, that's a lot though triple beam yeah, yeah. That's that's I mean, that's hundreds of parties and it is a full-time job and I didn't really I wanted to have time to do other stuff on my own like make more music and do the podcast and yeah. And and also it was turning into something that I was not into.
1: Well, the I mean the other thing that kind of happened is it that, that like as quote unquote EDM got really big, Mm -hmm. I imagine a lot of the stuff where there were like handshake deals to have somebody when they're going to be in town, like turns Mm -hmm. into this whole nightmare where you're dealing with the agency group or AM only or what, you know, one of these great big companies. It's not so
0: fun anymore as it used to be where like, hey, the crookers are in town. Will you let them play for $2,000? And I'll be like, $2,000? That's a lot of money. Um let's uh let's do 750 and i'll get them you know all the drinks they want and then kind of like ah fuck you okay and now it's like we need a deposit of fourteen thousand dollars sent in yeah. on before tuesday and blah 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 and like it's it's i mean obviously that's normal that's what you have to do in this day and age to, to cover your ass but yeah i don't like i don't like doing all that stuff i like doing it kind of more organically you you're dripping orange juice on your pants
1: yeah, I'm saving that for later. You
0: made a boo-boo on your <laughs> boo-boo area.
1: That's, a, that's the uh, least bad stain that I've gotten. On
0: I've, those trousers today? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what kind is of soup it, did you eat today? I mean,
1: I don't want to get the black light anywhere <laughs> in this area, in, in this trouser area. I got butternut squash soup, but I did not have them add the oil to it. And they were going to put some kind of...
0: This is Balthazar?
1: Yeah, linseed oil.
0: They put linseed oil on your soup? Oh, they were going to. Some kind of oil. They do like an oil drizzle on top? Yeah, probably. That seems seems kind of pointless to me.
1: So we're here in Nolita, Mm -hmm. uh, which is a newly minted neighborhood in Manhattan. It stands for North of Little Italy. Uh, And there's a ton of good restaurants around here. You must be in hog heaven.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It'd be funny if you said that and then handed me the book. (laughs) You must be in Hog Heaven. I I am in Hog Heaven. I haven't had a chance to really eat that much. I ate some dumplings for lunch today. Mm, Where? Vanessa's Dumpling House. Um, I don't know anything. Delish. I'm more in Hog Heaven, just Hog Heaven. That's what it is. Mm. (laughs) Because there's just girls everywhere.
1: Oh, yeah. This neighborhood
0: is just... Actually, I was... My friend, uh, Chris Black, he was like, you got to come to Balthazar and just sit on the bench for an hour.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And I did do that with him.
1: You should do that with Rockticon. What? (laughs) What? It just makes you embarrassed to be a human being.
0: Why does he holler at him? (sighs) Does he ever? Yeah. 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 Like a dog in heat. Yeah, they just call it trolling. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That
1: in in real life. Does he get lucky though? Uh, I can't see how he wouldn't. But then again, I mean, if he has to open his mouth, like (laughs) (laughs) it could go either way. Uh, yeah, no, he, he and his skater friends will just sit out on that bench with their skateboards and their shirts open. Just drop a
0: line into the water and see what yeah. bites. Yeah. Shirts open. Yeah. Buttons akimbo? Yeah. The whole thing. Yeah, I've I've I'll I'll do that just to look, but I won't like I won't like holler at a girl walking by like, Hey, what's your name? Like I I don't do that shit.
1: That probably doesn't happen in LA the way that it happens, say oh, yeah, on yeah. Fulton Mall in Brooklyn
0: yeah 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 I'm sure yeah my my troll game is more low key
1: um you're newly single a relatively
0: newly single right um yeah it's been it'll be a year in around christmas time, so uh any hot dates while you're in new york <laughs> <laughs> any I've set up an a an arrangement of hot dates in yeah. my area <laughs> <laughs> no, i mean uh not really, I'm kind of. I have a lot of friends here Like my best friend Dano Moved here a couple of years ago Shout out Shout out to Dano And like a lot of my friends live here So I don't come here And like set up dates per se I'll just come out here To hang out with my friends And then you know If something happens Something happens
1: Just smash the first thing you see
0: Yeah the I, I, the, Whoever picks me up in the cab I'm smashing with them <laughs> <laughs> That's the first person I see When I come to New York
1: Um the, uh, I've, when I, when I was, uh, single and would date, I don't think I ever dated anybody who I didn't meet through a friend. And I think that's kind of how it works in New York. I mean, it, it it's really different now because of, um, Cause this is pre- dating sites,
0: uh, well, pre and also pre like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter.
1: Yeah, yeah, where you could just sort of know who somebody is and then stalk them. Where you
0: can be like, oh, I saw that girl in the street. And then within, if you're good at the internet, you can find out everything about her in five minutes and then ask her out on I a date I feel like we're learning a lot about you today, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm not saying I'm good at the internet. I'm not bad.
1: You just know that that happens.
0: Oh, yeah. You could do it if you want to. Yeah.
1: But, I mean, have you ever met anybody? Have you ever done a, a dating website?
0: No, I've never done a dating yeah, website. Yeah, no.
1: My sister met her husband on a dating website and I I feel like the people who like a DJ wedding sometimes and the people who I meet who who did meet on those websites a, a lot of times seem a lot better matched. Like hmm. that I think that I was skeptical about that 5 years ago but it seems like now it, it kind of works.
0: I'm sure it it totally works because they use complex algorithms to <laughs> to,
1: to match beats. To match
0: beats. Yeah, yeah. They do warping automatically. Uh-huh. It's Ableton reference, guys. Tell,
1: tell you if you're uh, the same pitch. Yeah, like, yeah. Key. But like, key together.
0: And it's because ba- I have some friends that have, who use, like, OkCupid, and I've seen them, like, I've checked it out, like, oh, like, check out this girl, or check out this guy I'm, like, gonna go on a date with. And you, you get asked, like, all these questions. Like, you can answer, like, an endless amount of questions that, like, sh- you know, shows your life basically in a form of questions. Like you can answer a thousand questions like, and it, and you can match somebody up who ha- who answered a thousand questions the same exact way. So they're going to be like perfect for you.
1: Think about that as a document that you could go back and look at 20 or 30 years from now.
0: It's it's kind of your like DNA survey. coding of the modern age. It's weird. It is weird. I actually, th- I had an idea about this, even though it's so bad, I would never do it. But like, when I saw that, doing you know, all those questions and I was thinking of like how I could use that to make like a new way to like get rich on the internet and like using the, using like the foodie boom that's going on right now yeah, and asking somebody like 500 questions about food and then pa- pairing people up with them to, you know, at least just to be friends with or something like. Like, your your style of of food and eating says so much about you that you could maybe, like, get along with somebody or date somebody who has, like, similar food habits kind of thing. Huh. It's It sounds a little... It's, it's still a work in progress, but I would never do it because it's just awful.
1: Well, uh, the other thing about it is that, that that changes if you have any sort of uh, body issues at all. You know, he'd be like... Yeah, no, this week I'm not eating any grains or, you know, like all that stuff. It's more like, like
0: it it, I'm like, questions where, like, it's 3 a.m. Are you going to get uh, a carne asada taco, a slice of pizza, or, or like a bowl of ramen or something like that?
1: I feel like just the people who would be willing to participate in something like that <laughs> yeah. would already narrow it down a great
0: deal. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you're like, oh, this girl is cute and she has a 96% match of my food tastes like you already have so much in common because a lot of things that I'll talk about with girls that I meet is about food because it's like a real it's a great equalizer like everyone knows it and everyone like you know like if you're enthusiastic about it like oh I know this really great dumpling place around the corner you should go check it out like oh you're staying in Soho like you got to go to blah 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 and you're like oh my god I love that place it's so crazy let's make out
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's the Crossing that threshold—that's obviously how it where goes. It's it strange <laughs> <laughs> to me. Um, can you, uh, since this is the inaugural uh, podcast for me, can you give me some uh, some pep talk, maybe uh, uh, about getting through this? Because we we still have forty five minutes left, <laughs> and I, I have no idea where we're going with this. Uh, okay,
0: my first pep talk would be to uh, write down a series of notes. And questions and topics that you would ask somebody about when you reach a lull in the pod like this. And also only ask people on the show, regardless of how popular they are or interesting they are. Only have somebody on who you feel that can carry a conversation.
1: Yeah. Fuck. I really struck out on this one.
0: (laughs) No, I'm obviously excellent at this, but I mean, there could be like some, like, Hey, like you, do you want to have Avicii on your podcast podcast? And I would be like, oh, that'd be hilarious, but it could also be like the biggest dud of all time, you know?
1: Yeah, you would need somebody to coax him out of his shell if if, uh, <laughs> if he has one or whatever. I feel but, like but G- like DJs are, are probably a lot different than vocalists who are, you know.
0: Yeah, but I mean, that's why like comedians are have like taken the whole podcast thing under their wing and they're kind of like, you know, they're really championing it champion in it because they're so good at talking and they can just have you can just sit two comedians in a room together for an hour and they'll talk about fucking soup and it's and it's entertaining you know and people like know how to improvise and you know carry carry things and, and they're interested in having people who are listening thinking that they're interesting and entertaining
1: do you uh do you ever like 10 minutes after a pod is over think of a real zinger <laughs> you could have ins- <laughs> you could have inserted in there like damn I should have said this
0: not so much zingers but like like it'll happen sometimes where I'll I'll finish a podcast and it'll be like that was pretty good you know yeah. like it'll start off slow and it'll end well and you know it'll be an hour and it'll be done and then as soon as you stop recording like the person you're interviewing with is like oh, fuck and then like they're like relieved that it's over and then they start talking about cool stories and interesting stuff and you're like God damn it! why didn't you say any of this when we were recording but like a lot of times people get really weird and nervous when they're being recorded and are afraid of saying things and you're like oh is my mom gonna listen to this and when i mention like puking or something yeah. but I, I always i always get bummed out when some when people start talking about awesome stuff after we're done recording okay okay
1: uh so how about the weather
0: how about the weather in New York? Oh, you do have notes on your notepad. Yeah, yeah. These are hard-hitting questions, pal. Well, this this show is called Small Talk. Oh yeah, yeah. What is the theme for Small Talk? Is it just just very entry-level questions?
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll see. Uh,
0: yeah, the Yanks are in trouble right now, huh? Well, we're, we're not looking so good. You're you're fucking burning up like half the show.
1: <laughs> we're gonna get to the Yankees. Later, I was hoping
0: like. to get to the the Yankees was gonna be half the last half of the pod, and we're already we're already hitting it. Yeah uh the weather is just great i uh i came from los angeles where it's like 90 degrees currently you've got your toque i've got my i've got my dj hugs brand toque on right now mm-hmm. yeah i mean i used to i I love the warm weather and i don't like the cold weather that much but uh but autumn in new york is just just lovely yeah we're the going
1: sh- apple and pumpkin picking this weekend
0: Oh really? I'm still around. Uh, I'll I'm a, I'm around. I don't know if I'm gonna go apple and pumpkin picking with your family though. Oh it's pretty sweet though. <laughs> where do you where do you go?
1: Upstate? Now, have you ever have you ever done that?
0: I've been to like a pumpkin patch in a suburban area where the pumpkins are already picked.
1: Do pumpkins grow in California?
0: Yeah. My uh my brother has them growing in his backyard just for fun. Really? Mm-hmm. He's got a Gordon. <laughs> that's a gourd garden. Right? That was good, man. That's a zinger right there. Okay. Fuck you, bro.
1: Is it for our listeners at
0: home, he's patting himself on the back. A Gordon? That's, that was good. That's hilarious. What about my brother? One more time. It's like a Gordon, like a Gord Garden. You got that?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's okay. good. Anyway, you watched any good TV lately?
0: <laughs> any good TV? Yeah. Yeah, I'm checking out this Mad Men TV show. They, yeah. they do a lot of smoking on there. It's pretty cool. I think it's going to do well.
1: Oh, you know, I feel like that—that's actually true. You are listening, uh, watching that because I—I I think I heard you talk about that on your on your podcast.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, I, I'm I'm late into Mad Men, but I'm 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 really into it now. I do like Parks and Rec. I actually, uh, I actually met Aziz a couple days ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I was out at lunch with a friend, and she knows him, mm. and uh, he did a little. A little classic Aziz Poppin had a little chat. He was he was talking very uh strongly against Chick-fil-A. Oh yeah. He's a he's a big uh vocal vocalist against Chick-fil-A.
1: So uh when you when you meet people like that, it's probably a little bit hard not to be like, Hey, I do a podcast. Um I am. How sweet would Aziz and Sorry be on your podcast?
0: Absolutely. He. I. I. I I am. I always have those thoughts in the back of my head, but there's certain levels of celebrity that I'm not there yet for. Yeah. Like I'd love to have Aziz on the podcast, obviously, but I know that he probably doesn't do a lot of podcasts, and if he does do it, like he's even above doing, you know, some of the huge ones. So my podcast that he's never heard of, and is not that big in the world of podcasting. Well, how
1: I mean, how good friends is your friend with him now?
0: I think pretty good. I mean, I could rope, rope I could, him in. I could totally ask him, yeah. and he'd tra- and he'd probably be like, "Oh, cool!" Like, yeah, I'll check it yeah, out. He but I like, give you his number. I doubt he would give me his number. I mean, I had I had Donald Glover on the podcast though, mm. um, and he really enjoyed it, and he's a pretty big. I mean, he's. He's on the Aziz level, I would say. Yeah.
1: From the river's edge. Right? <laughs> that, that may be Crispin
0: Glover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Crispin Glover goes to my gym. Does he really? Yeah.
1: A ripped Crispin Glover... He's in pretty good has, shape. ...has got to be one of the stranger <clears throat> images. Mm. Like in my... It, it's weird when guys like like that are buff.
0: Absolutely. it's an, I don't like it at all. Because... Uh, cause, Cause you mentally, he has the power to kill. But, yeah. But physically, oh, yeah. he might not. But that's only uh, that's only a year at the gym away. Right. And when he when I watch him work out, he violently ellipticals, and he really yeah yeah. And he wears like head to toe like black like combat kind of clothing. Oh. And he wears gloves deep. that have kind of you know those gloves that have like plastic on them, so they're kind of like a harder like apocalyptical shielded armor glove kind of thing
1: no that sounds fucked up
0: he wears some of that and he has like this look in his face like you know he would he just wants to like rip somebody's head off or something like that
1: I feel like actors in general like even if they are typecast as the weird you know like counterculture kind of dude are still gonna be in great shape you know you just have a role where he takes his shirt
0: off you have to be in great shape to be an actor that's just how it goes um, i mean not not for everyone but for the most part
1: back to season sorry he uh he shops at turntable lab um and is like it, nick dubs and all those guys from the fader like when before season sorry was famous he would they would get him up there and interview him and like you know sort of when he was on the cusp like before he got a tv show or whatever mm-hmm. and he still shops at Uh, at Turntable Lab and is into mixtapes and all that stuff. And he, I mean, I guess he's like an amateur DJ himself. Really? Like like a bedroom DJ. Yeah, he definitely, I mean, that's what that thing that Randy, like that, that was important by him actually being into DJing
0: and like. Aziz is into fresh beats?
1: Oh yeah. And. I can see that. uh, You know, so they all sort of know him and have met him and shit. And, um, he tweeted recently, uh, what kind of follow, uh, pop that french montana pop that with in the club Mm. like what'll keep it on the level
0: that's a a good question
1: yeah i mean i feel like you just have to go somewhere else with it
0: i actually (laughs) i played i played pop that at a club in new york city last night followed it with uh at the same damn time yeah and that kept the energy uh on par Yeah. So, Aziz, same damn time to answer your question. If you're listening, he, which he will be. Yeah. But I feel like if we DJ together, which we will one day, obviously. Clearly. We're gonna need like a stepping stool for him.
1: Oh, he's really. He's he's. Maybe I should get him.
0: He's a wee man. Ideally he would be better for small talk, yeah.
1: I can I can work my uh, because I I was angle. I
0: was at a restaurant sitting down and him and I were more or less the same height while I was sitting down. But I am also <laughs> a giant oh, yeah. man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's rough he's shorter than me.
0: Uh <clears throat> I don't know exactly. We could take it to the wiki, but I mean you're how tall are you? Uh do you I, want to say that on on the air? I'm six foot two. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm like it's like six two six maybe six three yeah yeah I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't you are know, not six two I'm but you, six. it's weird you're short but you don't feel short
1: that's what she said
0: <laughs> like I I don't think of you as a short person well thank you you're larger than life
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that
0: maybe maybe because you're exuding confidence you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's just my external shell. On the inside, I'm crying all the time.
0: Yeah, obviously. But it could also just be everybody is short to me, so I can't tell.
1: Yeah, yeah. Cause uh, you're just looking at the tops of our heads.
0: Uh, yeah, I could look. I'm looking at the back of your head right now. That's how tall I am. I could see the backside.
1: On the plane, you have to sit in the regular cabin, right? Like you're you're not getting first class to come out here to play for CMJ.
0: Right, I'm going exit row. That's
1: yeah, that's still got to be like your your knees are pretty close to your chest. I would guess.
0: Uh it's it's not that bad. I've I've definitely you know I've been on so many planes now that I've figured out how to like uh, achieve optimal comfort levels and wiggle, yeah. wiggle my way my way in to a perfect setting. But if I'm in an exit row, it's not bad at all.
1: Yeah, I just from traveling with DJ Eleven, who's who's shorter than you but extremely tall.
0: Yeah, he's uh, only a couple inches shorter than me.
1: I've seen, I've seen him, in uh, yeah, and he, and he's used to it. But fuck, it sucks. That, I mean, that's the one time that being short is really awesome.
0: That's all you guys have. <laughs> yeah, it's just is getting <laughs> on
1: an airplane.
0: Yeah, getting on an airplane or like you know, in a car that has a little leg room.
1: Crawling through a um. Oh you
0: know, yeah, burrowing through tunnels and through stuff. A obviously,
1: <laughs> a ditch, a culvert, that kind of situation.
0: Yeah, you ferret out, ferret out. Yeah,
1: like just ferreting around. Soccer ball went in the grate. You gotta, you gotta get that. <laughs>
0: Sandairs down there. Yeah,
1: yeah, with a headlamp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Poor guy. T- t- tell
1: me again about uh, where you're DJing tonight.
0: Oh, tonight. Yeah, I'm DJing at the the Mondrian Soho.
1: And are you DJing more this week or just tonight?
0: Uh, no. I'm on Saturday. I'm DJing at a place in Brooklyn called tutus it's like a new spot with um with dano and dances with white girls and crames i think
1: i actually want to get dances with white girls on this podcast like <clears throat> really early you know like one of the first like episodes. how like
0: like 8 a.m
1: <laughs> oh yeah no you know like one of the early uh, single digit episodes gotcha uh, i feel like he's gonna be
0: really good he's gonna set it. the tone yeah yeah I th- i've always thought he would be funny on the podcast
1: are you recording while you're out here?
0: <clears throat> no, I'm not. No.
1: Is it you just don't like carrying all that stuff or you just don't feel like
0: working on it while you're here? Uh, both. Yeah. I like uh yeah, I, sometimes I'm just in the mood to travel lightly cuz I'm only here for a few days. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't it's it sucks like hauling It's it's not that bad actually. So
1: what's your rig? Like let's really get into it.
0: I have the same exact setup that you have. Um, I record on a laptop with Ableton. And I have a little M audio box, a couple of microphones, but I have a mic stand set up, and I have a a ta- like my dining room table in my house, just always has microphones set up now, so I can just hop oh, yeah. in and and pod whenever I'd like.
1: That wouldn't work at my house.
0: It didn't work when I lived with my girlfriend. Right. I'd have to I'd have to strike every after every show. Yeah. That's a, that's industry talk for take mean, take the stuff down.
1: You have union guys for that though, I'm sure.
0: Yeah, which sucks because like even like I'm paying them just to smoke cigs out front, you know what I mean? It's like 10 minutes of work and they're, they're still getting like 17 an hour. Yeah. It's fucking, it's another bullshit, bullshit part of the game, man.
1: Fucking unions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but now that I don't have a girlfriend who I live with, I mean, I guess that sounds bad. We're friends still, but like. Now I can leave my podcast set up at all times. Yeah. Because it's, it's a pain in the ass to strike my rig.
1: <laughs> yeah. You can leave the, the toilet seat up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Strike my rig is also so a good speak. name for masturbating, kind of, you know?
1: My favorite euphemism for that, uh, that goes back to growing up in Mississippi, is, is whoop
0: my hook. <laughs>
1: <laughs> whoop my, my hook? hook?
0: Yeah. That's very Mississippian. It's good, though, right? It is good. You can have that. I mean hook is a little it's a little bit of a stretch (laughs) (laughs) because a hook I mean I guess your penis kind of looks like a hook before it gets hard mine doesn't (laughs) I mean mine yours gets looks like a hook once it becomes hard oh my god 90 degree airs is what they call them
1: this is small talk
0: (laughs) (laughs) there's children listening to this
1: uh Tell me the uh, lady's
0: like a good hook I've heard
1: shout out to Nick hook <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's where they get so they get the, get the name from yeah yeah when Nick, when Nick gets beat up in the south that's what they call it yeah you hear they whooped they whip the hook last night <laughs> oh, Jesus
1: yeah that's good
0: all day long buddy
1: um so uh, back back to your DJ gigs mm-hmm. uh what are you what are you playing tonight versus like what are you playing on Saturday
0: um, tonight is like a, is actually a party that I put together myself. Oh, cool. And it's just me and some girls. Under white
1: guys. Huh? Oh, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. No, I saw the flyer for that. Yeah. But tell me about it anyway.
0: Uh, it's, it's me, Dum Dum girls, Lauren Flax and this girl, Ill, Illy, Ile. I don't know her. Mm. It's like, her name's like Illy Ranja. Mm. Have you heard of her? Nope. I think she's like a New York cool, cool chick person. Yeah, I don't
1: know. They don't associate yeah. cool.
0: You don't, you don't cross paths with those types. Uh-uh. You live out in the boonies.
1: Yeah, I'm bridging tunnel, baby.
0: <laughs> You're down in the ditches. Yeah, yeah, that one, because uh, there's so many CMJ parties going on. You know, every night there's a billion DJ shows, so I wanted to do one that was a little different with just, just like goth lesbian chicks is what I'm kind of shooting for here.
1: I have zero CMJ shit this year oh, um, really? and
0: it's I feel like it's different if you live in New York it's kind of like well yeah you don't really need
1: people here to be aware of you yeah you know if they're not then you shouldn't probably shouldn't be shouldn't be working
0: yeah this job. you should, should go back to Jersey you motherfucker yeah.
1: yeah no but it is it is weird though that like the the, the CMJ type stuff the CMJs and uh uh, South by Southwest and those sort of things, like Winter Music Conference, y- you do have to like, you know, pay your own way and do all these DJ gigs, m- you know, more or less for peanuts to get mm-hmm. your name out. Um, yeah, I know, don't like. But doing the alternative that. is to not get your name out.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you don't have to do it anymore, with the internet and everything as it is. I don't feel like you really need to like fly yourself to winter music conference to DJ, to get your name out.
1: I don't anymore. And I kind of beat myself up about it. And like, I have to endure those, you know, four days of tweets like, bro, we're at Diddy's mansion. And it's so (laughs) awesome. You know,
0: but there's no, there's no point to it because cool people don't go to those things anymore. It's all just shitty raver Guido people. Yeah. And everybody's on drugs anyway. And they're not going to remember like, you're not gonna be like them, jeans. You had a really memorable set. Like, great job. I'm gonna check you out when I get back to LA or whatever. Mm. Just like some guy with his shirt off, going like, "Woo!" And that's about it. Yeah, beat the beat beatport. <clears throat> but I mean, there are. I mean, there'll be some people like, and the only people who like work in the industry who are going to those things, you know, they're all fucked up on Molly as well. So that nobody's like doing deals like. I'm gonna go check out this Avicii guy and see what he's all about, you know? Yeah. Maybe I'll wanna sign him to my label. It's just like it's all it's all just the internet and promoting yourself nowadays.
1: I feel like uh South by Southwest when I started going like eight years ago, there wasn't there weren't a whole lot of DJs there. And now yeah, not at all. You know, at the Fader Fort, which is huge and there's five thousand people there and Kanye's gonna play you <laughs> know, the last slot on the Saturday night, like it's really hard to get a set playing between bands for free. <laughs> then, yeah. You know, you know where, where when it used to be like, yeah, we got a plane ticket for you, you know, because you're the DJ that we know. Mm-hmm. Whereas now there's like a million DJs. Is it, is it like that in LA too? I mean, surely it must be.
0: Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I've always thought that LA and New York are in the same boat where, nobody cares about you enough to like fly you out for a show anymore. Yeah. Like those are cities you have to go to yourself and then find your own shows once you're there. Yeah. But like I'll get flown out to other places. I mean, I'll I'll still get flown out to do shows in New York, but like, like people will be like, Hey, like, will you book blah, blah, blah for this LA show? He's just, you know, a thousand bucks in a flight and a hotel. And, Every time I'll just say no because he'll be here on his own in three months anyway, and I'll just book him then for two hundred bucks. You know.
1: Yeah, and you're also taking a huge chance on something like that because mm-hmm. you do that and you extend that money, and then you find out that Daft Punk is playing on the same night. Mm-hmm. You know, for free, and it's sponsored by
0: Red, Red Bull Red Stratus. People.
1: Yeah, and uh, you're fucked. You know. Yeah, You're out $1,000 a hotel and a flight.
0: Or or you'll be the sucker who pays for them to come out and then they'll play the cool kid party on the side the day after your show. Yeah. And then you're fucked on that too.
1: Yeah, yeah. And you can't... I mean, the do-over guys, the way that they do it is so smart because there's nobody competing with them on that Sunday. Mm -hmm. And they also, since they don't announce it, they don't have to worry about... Anyone uh, getting mad at them. Having an exclusive... Contract or any kind of shit like that, because if the person doesn't show up, nobody knew they were going to be there anyway. and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that's screwed. Uh, and their booking agent can't say anything, or they don't have to book them as somebody yeah. secret or whatever, just because. Yeah,
0: they're still doing the handshake, handshake bro deals. Yeah. So they're doing it right. They're paying more than they used to, though, which is good. They are. Yeah. 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 That which
1: kind of surprised me the last time I got like, oh, this is a uh, double digits, triple digits of money.
0: <laughs> you know, this, like, I got paid in double like, digits of money. This isn't a meal ticket. <laughs> this is more than nine dollars. One beer. Are you? You're used to getting paid in beans and rice and red red stripes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hamburgers.
0: Yeah. Um, and salad. I've noticed that. Well, I mean, because they're making a lot of money and they're really successful now, so they can they can still afford to pay some decent money, and still it's peanuts to them, you know. Yeah. Shout out to the Do Over Bros. Love the Do Over Bros. Best Bros. My favorite, one of my favorite parties to play, if not my fave. Yeah. That's the only good. party that I ever get nervous to DJ at still. Oh, really? Mm hmm.
1: Do so you, when was the, when was sort of the point that you stopped getting nervous for, for most stuff? Like, do you, do you remember a show where you were out, you're like, holy shit, like, I'm, I'm doing this thing, this is so big, it doesn't get bigger than this. And like, you crossed a threshold where you didn't get nervous anymore?
0: Um,. I mean I still definitely get a little nervous every once in a while but it's not like scary nervous it's more like excited nervous like trying to suck myself up to do a a good job yeah because I always feel like having a little bit of that nervous energy makes you do a better job
1: you can't whoop your hook before the show
0: true you got to have that that tiger tiger blood running through you hard (laughs) yeah yeah um no, I mean like some of the biggest like when I played at EDC or something like that or like or like bigger clubs. Oh, uh, what is EDC? That's don't make me say it out loud. <laughs> Electric Daisy Carnival.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, okay.
0: It's like the biggest rave in the in the world or whatever. I've played it a couple years and that's you know like just playing on that like once you finish doing something like that and you're like, "Oh, it's just like a regular DJ set." Yeah. Then you get a little bit less nervous But beforehand you're like, oh fuck, this is gnarly
1: When you do shit like that You, you start to understand why People who play those sort of shows Like play such Kind of big shitty music uh, <laughs> or, or, or bigger and shittier Than what you expect from their records I
0: wish big and shitty was a genre on Beatport <laughs> I mean, It's kind of Top ten is,
1: yeah. is, is Big and shitty <laughs> Yeah <accustomed.
0: laughs> across the board check out my big and shitty top 10 for february guys yeah we're here in the big shitty yeah that's (laughs) it is true like once you yeah when you see those big giant stages full of it has to be big and shitty music
1: i I had maybe nick catchdubs explained this to me but um from seeing uh mike snow dudes play at hard fest in new york um and you know they played it at eleven o'clock, so for or maybe even ten o'clock. So for me, what's sort of a warm-up set, and they just played hard as fuck. Electra, yeah, yeah, which has absolutely zero to do with their music.
0: Yes, you know? absolutely. There,
1: there may be hard and shitty remixes. Mm-hmm. What do we call it? Big and shitty remixes of Mike yeah, Snow. But, sure. You know, uh, other than that, um, and, and Nick was like, "Well, you know, when when these guys get booked for DJ sets, they get booked on big stages." and this is the music that people play on big mm-hmm. stages so these guys could either you know play their music and bomb you know in front of 10 15,000 people mm-hmm. or they could they could play big shitty and get asked or they back they
0: could play knife party remixes and and fucking kill it yeah but i was act- i was actually dealing with a similar situation cuz i was i'm doing this uh, this party series the same place where they do the do over in LA yeah and Like, we have like, we had like Jamie XX and M83 and uh, Holy Ghost and shit like that. Yeah, like kind of like dance music, but a little more softer and gentler and not big and shitty, you know? Yeah, and I was they were asking if we would want to have Mike Snow play, right? And then I was like, well, they'd be great to play live, but their DJ sets are are too gnarly and too heavy for what we're looking for, so. Wouldn't it be cool if we were like, hey, we want you guys to play, but we want you to play like music how you make and not what you have to DJ. So like, you can play like the shit that you actually want to play. And they were not into it. Like, I right, like, yeah, just no. do like I wanted to be like have it be like a Mike Snow like disco set or something like that. Uh huh. And they, they, I don't, they, I don't think it's gonna happen.
1: Yeah, which is well, a I mean- bummer. I would think that somebody like that wouldn't be DJs before they were producers, and so if you're yeah. not, you really probably don't have that itch to do. You know, like mm-hmm. you're getting up there and paying the bills and raging, yeah. And then uh, you your, already your job them. is done. It's not any different than doing an interview for radio or anything else.
0: Mm-hmm. That's true. They already have enough on their on their platter,
1: and that also is sort of a double edged sword because w- if you get a bunch of Mike Snow fans who come to your party and expect. You know what they've seen Mike Snow do the last three or four times, mm-hmm. then they're going to be disappointed too.
0: Good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, do you find that it's working? Do you, do you find that you're you're able to play groovier? Uh, groovier is maybe not the right word. A little bit mellower stuff, and do you get a good enough audience for it?
0: Yeah, I think so. That's a pretty big place, right? Yeah, we had like eight hundred people the last one. Right. Um, I, it's it's working so far because there's a lot of people out there who love dance music and don't want to just hear fucking gnarly-ass electro and dubstep and hang out with 18-year-olds. Like, there's a lot of people I know who are, you know, like, a little bit older or even younger. Like, like anywhere, I mean, people in their 30s down to people who are 18 who have good taste in music and love dancing... And don't have a place to really do it, yeah, in a proper way, like, because they they can go see John Talabot play in you know at low end theory for three hundred people in a sweaty like basement thing, with a bunch of people who are like really into it, but it's not like a going out kind of vibe. It's like a it's it's not like a party situation. It's more like a like you're going to a show. Yeah. So there's people who want to go out and like even though it's cheesy like they want like the Hollywood experience they want to see the bright lights and you know like get dressed up and you know like spend the money that they worked hard making and buy some drinks and meet some women and and have fun but there's no place to do that unless you have shitty music you know like if you want to have that experience you have to listen to pitbull remixes or you have to listen to whatever are crazy we talking electro- about Persians no <clears throat> No We're talking about I mean Persians are in there Armenians are in there But people of all walks Are are, are They You know
1: we'll, we'll edit that out
0: I think No that's fine I'll talk about Armenians And Persians all day <laughs> <laughs> The women though My ex-girlfriend's Persian Oh yeah So I have a I have a full pass
1: Yeah Yeah And, and uh, a, a special perspective On that
0: Indeed <laughs>
1: I don't. I don't know if we have to deal with much of that, in New York. That's a thing. With with dealing with
0: Persians, what do you mean? <laughs> well, just just that
1: being a significant part. I, I don't know. I I don't go out to big clubs anymore. So it.
0: You guys have. What do you guys have here? Puerto Ricans. Yeah, yeah, by the boatload. I mean, really. <laughs> but the, but Puerto Ricans are cool though. Like you're cool with them. They're not like a.
1: No, yeah, I mean... Are they
0: frowned upon in the club world?
1: Uh, They're definitely frowned upon by club owners.
0: Okay. Like, club owners will be, like, no urban types, and that means black people and Puerto Ricans.
1: Yeah, and Dominicans.
0: And Dominicans. But Asians are cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally cool, yeah. yeah, Asians
0: are cool because they spend a lot of money and don't really cause any problems. No. But they are pukers. Yeah. Yeah. They they have to get carried out all the time.
1: That's true. But you can tell when they're about to... puke because they get really red in the face
0: <laughs> so yeah they, it's nice of them to to have that built in warning system <laughs> it really is <laughs> those Asians think of everything man they really do <laughs> but I feel like Asians get red after one drink though
1: yeah yeah that's they don't true know, they
0: don't know when to stop if
1: you're in the club <laughs> if you're in the club you're probably well, like Dano
0: for instance he, oh. he can drink a lot yeah and he'll have one cocktail and turn red yeah. But then he can also and then ten drinks later he'll still be the same color red. Yeah.
1: Nice Instagram of Dano puking the other day. What was that? Oh yeah, speaking of Asians puking.
0: <laughs> uh that was just him he pukes a, a decent amount. He's into puking, I think. Oh. I mean not sexually. And not, no, not I wasn't bulimically. Suggesting that. Not bulimically.
1: No, I did not know there
0: either. Where were like you? Jackass style? No, not jackass style. Oh. Just in a in a way to relieve your hangover style.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Like it's a smart move. I mean, if that if you have like dedication to drinking. Right. And you're like, "You know what? Like I feel horrible in the morning like and if you know based on experience that you'll feel considerably better if you puke, then it could be a problem with your life, but it could Boy, just be I, smart thinking, no matter, you know, depending on how you look at it. I
1: wish I could do that.
0: Make yourself puke? Um,
1: have the presence of mind to make myself puke. Because <laughs> the, the times when, when I have
0: thrown up... Is that the first time everyone's said the sentence, I wish I had the presence of mind to puke?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's real talk, though, because it'll be like the next day when you wake up and you're still drunk, and then yeah. three hours later you start puking. Mm-hmm. That's the worst shit in your life.
0: Yeah, sometimes I'll wake up and I'll just know. I'll just know, like, you know what? I should, I should make myself vomit, and I'll feel better. And I always feel better. And it, it's, it's actually something I look forward to sometimes. Like, oh, I'm excited. This is going to be fun. Like, It's like a little treasure hunt. Like, what's going to come out? What's going to come out of my body? And then, like, what color is it going to be? Because if you puke and it's, and it's just clear... Like oh fuck that was just the water that I've been like the half the smart water that I chug this morning because I'm hungover, but if it comes out like alcohol colored like like a if it comes out looking like a Newcastle then you're in the clear because all that's out of your body.
1: I think I take the hangover shit. <laughs> yeah. And then feel really sick and then throw out throw up whatever I'm gonna eat that day. Uh, you know I think uh, I I don't frequently throw up what I had the night before.
0: Look into it, my friend. I'll work on that. I've found that having an emergency really gets the stomach feeling queasy. And
1: it's like <laughs> if a, that's your goal.
0: It's like a little, yeah, it's a little precursor, but then you'll instantly puke out all of the nutrients that you had, but emergencies are so cheap nowadays, it's fine.
1: People who have done a, a fair amount of heroin when you're around them tend to have this skill. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just put your finger in the back of your throat.
0: And, oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Just blow it out. Yeah, because heroin people puke all the time. Right. Whether they like it or not.
1: No, yeah, yeah. As soon as they take so it.
0: So it's uh old hat to them. Yeah, yeah. That's what they puke in.
1: Yeah, puking on booze is nothing.
0: They just puke into an old hat. Right back on the head. Ah, oh. And on you go with your day.
1: Beautiful. <laughs> so bad.
0: Have you ever done heroin before?
1: Uh I have. I uh, I overdosed on heroin, and you're kidding? No. Oh my God! No, when I was 20 years old. You think
0: you know somebody?
1: Yeah. No. I mean, uh, this is. Well, oh, I guess you guys have a lot of heroin in California too, but really more in sure. Northern California. Um, yeah. No, it, th- this was just a situation where I was like, you know, hanging out with friends and went to see Stretch and babido DJ uh, at a club and had a couple of martinis and somebody <laughs> says. <laughs> we should do some heroin, and I'm just hanging out with people who do heroin, you so know. So you're 20 years Snort old it. drinking
0: martinis yeah. in the club. Yeah. Wow.
1: Yeah, two for ones.
0: Two for one martinis. Yeah. So you're like, you know, that's a drink that I should be having, a martini.
1: Yeah, probably on an empty stomach.
0: Right. Uh. And then smash cut to you.
1: Snorting a little little bit of heroin. on heroin. Yeah. In the club? No, at my friend's house. And and you can't uh you can't really mix heroin with being really drunk. That's a no-no.
0: I could see that, yeah.
1: Yeah. For because, our listeners. It's, it's, cause, like, don't mix it.
0: Martinis and a little little bump of coke, you're on your way to a great night. Yeah. Martinis and a bump of black tar heroin say, <laughs> and you're in the emergency room. Yeah, yeah. So, was it like a real bad overdose?
1: Uh, it was
0: Aren't they all bad? Uh,
1: well, I was with my friends, and uh, they they told me that they uh, iced my nuts. They said that happened. <laughs> they said I got really blue.
0: That's like a poor man's defibrillator.
1: I mean, it, th- <laughs> I this is like Pulp Fiction <laughs> era. So I'm lucky they didn't, you know, jam a turkey baster in my <laughs> sternum or something. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, woke up.
0: Did you feel bad for your friends? Killing their high by overdosing.
1: Oh, it was also a bad batch too. And like they all were throwing up. They oh, okay. like, got, got good and sick, but nobody OD'd on it because nobody, I mean, that's, that's the, the perils of being a short guy and trying to keep up with your big friends drinking and doing <laughs> heroin is, uh, <laughs> you just don't have enough body mass to take that much. Sure. Uh, yeah. So woke up in the hospital, they were like in the bathroom throwing up. I was, I was on uh they they took me to the hospital in a cab, in a yellow cab. Uh oh. I, I can't imagine that guy pulling over for us in the two thousands. You know, uh, this is no, like nineteen ninety six or something. On yeah. That's 97.
0: kind of a nice plus sorry, we'll get back to Go in. Uh in New York, like when you're in LA and you like need to go to the emergency room, you have to like call an ambulance. And if you don't have insurance that costs like thousands of thousands of dollars. But in yeah. New York, just hop in a cab and you're in the emergency room for seven fifty.
1: If they'll take you.
0: It, well, it depends on what your ailment is.
1: They don't like to take people who are about to have a baby.
0: Is this like a known thing?
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: then the water will break all over the cab?
1: Yes. Or the cab might pull over and the lady gives birth in the cab. Right, and right. which is a lot worse than, than water breaking, uh, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> when my wife's water broke the first time, she, it was really, really premature, and it's that kind of thing. Is uh, it's like squirting or something. It's like, whoa, what is all this stuff? Did I just pee myself? What's happening? Oh wait, I'm pregnant. My water broke. Mm. You know, um, it it's it's were a were you
0: there when the water broke?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So you saw it. Yeah, yeah, and That's it's cool. it's not like uh, it's like broth or something, you know. It's not really like anything.
0: Broth.
1: Yeah, That's it doesn't so have bad. a smell or anything, you know. But it's it's a little thicker than than pee.
0: Do you think your wife is going to listen to this podcast?
1: Are my parents going to <laughs> you parents listen to it? They might. Um, Do you, so, you think
0: your wife will be mad that you're describing her? her she, knows she,
1: she, she knows who she married. She knows who she married.
0: What about the heroin overdose story? Do you think she's gonna be happy about that one?
1: Uh, she knows about that too, I and mean, we were already dating then. Um, I didn't do heroin after that. She that that was pretty much when I stopped doing drugs. <laughs> yeah, it was when I was twenty. That's, uh, that's um, when I started doing drugs. When uh, I feel like the people who stopped doing drugs when they were twenty and stopped listening to drum and bass when they were twenty <laughs> are the people that I fuck with. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> um, that's entirely untrue. Those are your people's. Yeah, uh. No uh, um yeah woke up in the hospital uh had a had an IV they had given me like charcoal they they put charcoal yeah, yeah, in your yeah, bloodstream they did that to me i don't know why
0: but the charcoal my, filters out the the toxins yeah like a charcoal filter in like water
1: right and my whole thing uh was impurities was um i bounced on the uh on the bill and yeah, I was, I had my college ID. That's the only ID I had with me. Um, and I, I remember the, the, the nurse just shaking her damn head being like, you go to college, you know, better than this. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing out in these streets? Shaking your damn head? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's like, no, you're fucking up. Don't yeah, do that yeah, anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, like I won't, I feel really bad. Don't make me feel any worse. Did
0: that, did that stick with you or the nurse shaking her damn head at you?
1: Well, I still remember it, but no, no, I mean, that, that was clearly like, you're, you're not good at this, you know, I, I that was a heroin s- fail. Don't do any more heroin.
0: Yeah. I, I had a when I got, I got arrested for painting graffiti when I was like 19. I think. Yeah. And I remember the cop, like I didn't, he didn't take me to jail, but I remember the cop sitting me down and being like, what are you doing? man?" like in college man like you you're not like a little kid like what are you doing like writing on the walls man what's wrong with
1: you right like the yeah first
0: time anyone had ever said something like that to me like before it's just, like yeah he's just oh, like you're right, slumming that's sick, dude. yeah no, yeah you're right bro oh fucking tight tag bro but like this is the first time I was like whoa in that's not cool
1: it when you were growing up you grew up in Orange County did a lot of people uh a, a lot of high school kids have like shitty graffiti tags and that was just like what you had. I feel like w- when I went to college and met a whole lot of people who grew up in Manhattan. No matter whether you wrote graffiti or not, you had a shitty tag.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that w- not a lot of people had that in Orange County. Huh? Orange County is not a, a graffiti-centric area. It's the ta- the tagging was pretty few and far between.
1: Do most people in in Orange County go into uh to the city to like shop and uh? Uh, you know to 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 party and all that shit yeah or do they stay in orange county most people stay
0: in orange county yeah i feel like that's probably the difference um i mean more so now than it used to be like before like i know like in the 70s and 80s like like whatever like like my aunt would say like you know like you would go up to la to go party and stuff yeah that there's nothing else to do right but now orange county is really it's really grown out and there's like everything is there now and like there's tons of clubs and restaurants and nightlife and all that shit. So you don't have to leave.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what's happening in Brooklyn right now. You know,
0: you don't have to come into the city to party as much.
1: You don't have to come into the city to buy CDRs, (laughs) you know, because for real, like when I first moved out there in in 98, 99, like there wasn't a circuit city close to me you the, go into the city closest a- to Circuit City would be to go into the city yeah unless you have for a car for all of your
0: goods and services
1: yeah okay. yeah yeah you would go to 14th Street
0: damn which was really
1: seedy and didn't have a Whole Foods get it seedy get it <laughs> Biggie
0: yeah
1: um so I think we're out of time uh can you talk about has it been an hour already yep yeah it has
0: it feels like eight hours ugh
1: I make it feel like nine inches.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, so plug your shit.
0: Um, You can listen to my podcast. It's called Tall Tales. It's on iTunes. You can go to talltalespodcast.com. Mm. You can uh, follow me on Twitter at themjeans. And then uh, you can listen to my music and all that stuff. Find all my links on there. Check out my DJing, my tunes, my pods. That's about it.
1: Cool. Well, thank you.
0: Thank you. Good job. Congratulations on your on your new endeavor into the world. I think it was fun. Did you have fun? Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate it. Are you it. nervous? For what? Answer the question.
1: <laughs> uh, this was good. This was good. Uh, I'm not going to use it, but.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: Small talk with DJ Ayers. Signing off.